people are given to it. Love Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. Pastors don't say that every program. That's how come you know it's me. Amen. Glory to God. You hear that same thing every week because it's true. Glory to God. Well, beloved, I got so much to say that in uh, and, and Proverbs twenty one seventeen, we've used two programs for it, and it might go another two programs because there's so much to say about this verse. And Proverbs twenty one seventeen in the King James Version, the Protestant Bible says, He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. Amen. Glory to God. And we said, I'm not going to cover the ground we covered in the last two, but I just want to say that what that's essentially saying is that if you love pleasure, if you love sitting around doing nothing, you will become poor. And I said, oh, but some wag is going to say, oh, but pastor, you could be a, a rich guy and you're sitting around. You're not poor. Yes, you are. You're not poor money poor, but you get poor um, relationship wise, you get poor in that you can't, you haven't learned any skills, you don't know economics, you don't know history, you don't know math, you haven't learned anything. The only thing you know how to do is lay around and do nothing, and your trust fund keeps you living. So you think, well, I'm rich because I got a trust fund. No, you're poor. You're poor. You might be money, folding money rich, but poor, 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 poor. You can't relate to no one else. You think everybody's after your money. You hide yourself away around a security, huge security fences, thinking that you're keeping people out. And actually what you're keeping coming in and witnessing to you and leading you to the eternal riches. Amen. But you think, see, that's a trick of the devil. People with money put up all these security fences and dogs and all that. I got to keep the people out. No, that's a trick of the enemy. They don't want the gospel to get into you and so that you die in your sins. And if you die in your sins, Jesus said, you'll end up in hell. And hell is a holding place until the day of judgment. Amen? Glory to God. Well, but glory to God. It says here that he that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. And so we see, glory to God, that um, that laying around doing nothing Glory to God, because you love pleasure, that that leads someplace. That leads to poverty. Slowfulness leads to poverty. And then in another part of the programs, we found out that hard work leads to wealth. Hard work leads you someplace. 
and that's too wealth. Pastor, I've been working hard, and I haven't gotten wealthy. As we said last week, we're going to get to that when we get to Proverbs 12, 11. But we, we, we started out in Proverbs 10, 4, talking about how, the, the virtues of hard work and what it will get you. Then we went to Proverbs 10, 5. Uh, now we're down to Proverbs 12, 24. I'm going to jump over 12:11 for now because we're going to come back to it. But we want to go to Proverbs 12:24, and Proverbs 12:24 says, "The hand of the diligent shall bear rule; the slothful shall be under tribute." Amen. So if you want to be under tribute, become slothful, become slovenly, become lazy. You'll end up under tribute. It says, but this verse says, but the hand of the diligent shall bear rule. Who will bear rule? Who will end up ruling? The hand of the diligent. Why is that? Why is that? Because a diligent person knows what they're doing. Now, a business owner, they can put their son and their daughter into a position of leadership over everybody because they're the owner's kids. But if they don't know what they're doing, if they're not diligent, you can put a person in a position, but that doesn't mean that they have the equipment, the knowledge, the skills, the wisdom to be able to handle that position. And sooner or later, it's going to come out that they don't know what they're doing. And so the owner is going to have to find someone who is diligent. And because they're diligent and they know, beloved, the, the Bible says, a man is commended according to his wisdom. If you if you want to be, you know who turns out to be a good commander and a good leader? A person who knows what they're doing. A person who knows what they're doing, who can lead the team, the army, the corporation, the whatever it is, to lead them to victory. We'll lead, you know, we just had a coach here who he won no games, so they fired him. They fired him. Why? Because it showed. He didn't know. He didn't have it. Amen. Now, you might have known a lot of football statistics and could tell you what happened in so-and-so uh, Super Bowl and every, all, the, all that stuff. But he didn't know how to lead men. Amen. He didn't know how to lead men. Glory to God. He didn't have what it takes to bring his team to wisdom, into wisdom. You take somebody like Lombardi. Now, what did he have? Regardless of what you thought about him or his system or whatever, the man won games, consecutive games. He won. And because he could lead the team to to, to, to winning, glory to God, because he was diligent, he, he became extremely famous and extremely winning coach. Amen? Glory to God. Why? Because one of the reasons is that he was diligent. You know, his football players used to say that they dreaded practice, but they looked forward to the games. Why? Because at, at, when the games came on Sunday, they only had to play a game, which was easy. But his practices was merciless. He would drill them and drill them and drill them and drill them. They had to do extremely hard work during practice. Amen? He was so diligent in practice. So when the game came, them boys absolutely knew what they were doing. 
because they had done it a, a thousand times in practice. They could do it in their sleep. He just drilled it into them and drilled it into them. Amen? He was diligent. And what happened? He won. And when you're a winner, people are attracted to a winner. People are attracted to somebody that they know. They know which way they're going. They know how to lead. They know how to win. Amen? People want to be with a winner. Uh, people will leave a sinking ship. Glory to God. If you can't lead people, glory to God. They won't follow you if you don't. If they perceive you don't know what you what you're doing, they they're not going to follow. They're not going to put their life in your hands, and you don't know what you're doing. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, Proverbs thirteen four. Let's go to Proverbs thirteen four. The soul of the sluggard desireth and have nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. Another indication that who is made fat? The soul of the diligent. The diligent shall increase. Amen. He shall increase and be made fat. Amen. Who is the diligent? The careful person. The thoughtful person. The person who pays attention to details. The person that does it right. Amen. He does it right. Glory to God. He pays attention to detail. When everybody else just says, well, that'll do it. Just slob it over. It don't matter. Yes, it does. The, the, the hand of the diligent, because he does it right, it works. And when it works, glory to God, he gets the, he gets the, the, the credit, the blessing. Amen? Now, in Proverbs 20, verse 13, Proverbs 20, verse 13, it says, Love not sleep. Love not sleep. Lest thou come to poverty, open thine eyes, and thou shalt be satisfied with bread. Love not sleep, lest thou come to poverty. What's that teaching us? Too much sleep. In other words, you love sleep. Too much sleep leads somewhere. Where does it lead to? Poverty. So sitting around, loving pleasure, doing nothing, that leads to poverty. And too much sleep, now, understand You have to rightly divide the word of God. It didn't say sleep leads to poverty. It said too much sleep. You need to get the right amount of sleep so that you'll be healthy. Your body needs to repair itself. Your body needs a period of fasting. Amen? When that's that's another thing that sleep is. It's fasting. It's also also a, a type of the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord, amen, because sleep is like a death. But then in the morning, that's like a resurrection, amen. And what that is is God put many in the natural realm. God has, 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 has pictured the, the, the gospel and many things in the natural realm. And so as we look around, we can see all kinds of things that point to the Lord Jesus Christ and his mission here on earth, amen. But we're not in, we're not on that tonight. But that that's a type of it. So sleep is necessary. This says this lets us know that too much sleep. Glory to God. Too much sleep. Glory to God is not good. It's not good. Love not sleep, lest thou come to poverty. And so the lesson we get from this is too much sleep leads to poverty. Um, and also, it says, 
uh, let's go to Proverbs 22:13. We're looking at we're just looking at some scriptures because we found out that the lazy man, the slowful man, laziness leads to poverty, but uh, but hard work leads to wealth. Amen. Hard work leads to wealth. And once again, not to be redundant, but some people out there are going to say, well, I go on my job, I work hard, I'm not experiencing wealth. And I said, hold on, just about two more scriptures. We'll talk about that. Amen. Glory to God. The Bible will will illuminate some things for you. But right now, let's go to Proverbs 22.13. And 22.13, it talks about the slowful man again. The slowful man says, there is a lion without. I shall be slain in the streets. There is a lion. In other words, there's a lion in the street. Amen. And what is the slowful man's problem? The slowful man is that way because he's full of excuses. Amen. Glory to God. Because he's full of excuses, because of the things that he sees, he can't produce. Amen. Oh, I looked out the window. I saw it's going to rain today. I guess I won't go to work. Oh, it's cold outside. I better not go out in this cold weather. Amen. Now, his problem is all kinds of things are in his way. All He makes up all kinds of excuses. And so that prevents him from from experiencing prosperity. Glory to God. Because he's slowful. The slowful man is full of excuses. Amen. Now, the, the, the man who is uh, procrastinate, he procrastinates because he can't see his way clear. He can't see his way clear. Whatever he's working on, he's really not, he's really not passionate about it because he doesn't see where it's going to lead to. He doesn't think that it's going to lead to anything profitable. It's a so-so question with him. I would write this book. I don't know the publisher to write. I don't know if. I don't know if this book would sell. I just I don't know. And so because he doesn't see his way clear, he doesn't do something. Because I give you this example. Suppose you know you knew that if you wrote a paper on on um um the joys of Christmas that you would get a million dollars. No question asked. Just write a paper about Christmas. You wouldn't by tomorrow that paper would be on that person's desk. You Even if you had to stay up all night, you would write that paper. Why? Because it's worth it. You see, when I write this paper, it's going to be worthwhile. I'm going to get the million dollars. Huh? Nothing would slow you down. Why? Because you, you can see your way. You can see this is going to lead to something profitable. But the procrastinator, he drags his feet because, well, I just don't know. This is, it ain't going to work out. That ain't that ain't well. I'll I'll do it another day. I'll do it another time. Amen. We're up against a commercial. Time goes real fast. We're up against a commercial. Hold on. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured. And 
Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Now, beloved, now, beloved, I, I, I debated telling you guys this because this is one of my super secrets. This is one of Pastor's super secrets. Amen. Glory to God. And I, I debated, should I, should I let the cat out of the bag? The super secret. But for whoever's watching tonight, uh, listening tonight, glory to God, turn to Proverbs 12. Uh, for whoever's listening tonight, you're going to get the super secret. You're going to get the blessing. Amen. Just because you happen to be listening. All right. And now I, I want you to pay close attention to these next two verses, because this, these two verses was the principal reason why I scratched this out to four programs because I knew that I might talk about these and I can tell you a whole lot about these, what God revealed to me. So, beloved, if you didn't get the rest, plug into what I'm going to tell you now because I'm going to tell you the super secret, okay? I'm going to tell you something that I had passed on. When I first looked at this, I said, well, maybe I better keep this under the table. But I'm going to do it for whoever's out there listening tonight. You're going to get the blessing. Proverbs, the 12th chapter, the 11th verse. And this is for the person that says, well, I work on a job and I work hard and that don't lead to prosperity. What's the deal, Pastor? Okay? The Bible says if you're diligent, you'll lead, you, that'll lead you to wealth. That'll lead you to good things. That'll make you fat. I ain't fat. I've been working down there on that job. Uh, for uh, uh, $10 an hour, and I ain't got prosperous. So was the Bible contradicted? No, 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 no. Listen to the Bible. Proverbs, the 12th chapter, the 11th verse. Beloved, I mean this with all my heart. Please listen to these next two verses that I'm going to introduce you to. Proverbs 12, 12, 11 says, He that killeth his land shall be satisfied. He that killeth his land shall be satisfied. Notice what this verse says. He that killeth his land. See, if you're working for someone else, don't get me wrong. I worked on different jobs for 40 years. So I'm not saying don't go out and get a job. When you start off, you need a job. You need cash flow. But that cash flow should provide money for you to take uh, 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 take advantage of opportunities that God brings your way. A lot of people, they see opportunities, but they don't have any money to bring it to fruition. They don't have any money to, 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 to get a prototype for that invention. They don't have the money to push ahead. Amen? And so the job, you go to the job and you work diligently on that job. Why? Because you can learn all kinds of skills on that job. But that's not your primary thing. This says, he that tilleth his land. 
that means you're not working for someone else. It says his land. That means it's okay to work for someone else, but the but the time has to come when what you're doing is directly benefits you. It's your program. It's your land. It's your ministry. It's your bank. It's your store. It's your restaurant. Now, you can start off working for someone else, but don't you see here in the Bible, what does God want? What does God want for you? What is he saying? He's saying he wants you to have your own. He wants you to have your own business. So God here is talking about ownership. You know how in the world they argue about is ownership better or is renting better? Well, God settles it for you right here. He says, he that tills his land. You're working for a boss. That's not your land. That's your boss's land. Who gets who gets the profit from the harvest? The owner of the field. He gets the profit of the harvest. What do you get? You get wages for picking the fruit or whatever it is. Whatever it is. I don't know. But you get wages for working for him. You get wages. He gets the profit from the land, from the trees, from the vegetables, whatever it is he's whatever it is that you're harvesting. He gets all the profit. You get a wage. Now, I'm not putting down wages or work. Please don't 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 say pastor said uh, we're not supposed to work and particularly for wait no, no, start off working for someone else. Plus you learn the lay of the land. Plus you learn how to relate to other people. Plus, there's all kinds of things you can learn. You can also uh, uh, make many contacts, glory to God, have have uh, many friends, glory to God, and a multitude of counselors there's wisdom. That guy that started that job, he probably knows a whole lot of stuff. Amen? Glory to God. And he can help you when you start yours. But notice what it says. He that tilleth his land shall be satisfied. Well, I'm not satisfied on my job. I make $10 an hour. I work from paycheck to paycheck. I never have enough. Working for someone else, you won't. Look, 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 look. I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing out to you what the Bible is teaching. The Bible wants you to be independent. The Bible wants you to be the owner. That's what it's teaching you. And we go to the Bible to learn from God what how we're to order our life. And God says, I want you to be the head and not the tail. I don't mind you working for someone else, but not for your whole life. I want you to have your land. And then listen to it again. It says, he that killeth his land. What that means, that means you can have land, but you're not killing it. You can have a ministry, but you're not working in it hard. You can have a business, but you're slowful in it. You come when you want to. Listen. There's a there's a, a seafood restaurant. We don't ever know when that thing is open. They're, them people come when they want to. Every time we go by, there's no cars there. They don't have no business because you never know when they're open. They might be open Thursday for a few hours. Then you don't see them no more for three or four or five days. Then they come for an hour. Then they sh- shut the store and go off, and they're off another two weeks, and they come back and open up. See, that slowfulness. They're never going to make no money at that business. They're never going to make any money because they're not serving the public. They're serving their own hours and their own convenience. We want to to have the store when we want to have it. 
It don't work like that. You got to have it for the customer. Amen. So not only does God want you to have your own, but you can't have your own and lay down and do nothing. It says he that killeth his land, not he that own land, just owning land won't do no good for you. If you if you don't even want to work your land, do like my granddaddy. He didn't he didn't own a field, but he liked he liked he 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 did a whole lot of uh, uh, homemade southern cooking. So what he would do is he would go down the road to a farmer, and he would rent a small plot, and he would plant his collard greens and all his other vegetables on there. He would use that to plant his own. Okay, so what am I saying? What am I saying? That farmer, if he didn't want to work the land, he would rent it out to people. Okay, you can have this quarter of an acre, give me $200 or whatever, I don't know, whatever the arrangement was. Amen? What what are you saying, Pastor? That land is working. He's working it. He's not working it physically. He's having someone else work it, but they're paying him, they're paying him money for the use of his land. So his land is making money for him. He's tilling his land by hiring it out to other people, renting it out to other people. This verse says, he that tilleth his land. That's why when people say, well, I work hard at my job and it don't lead to prosperity, the Bible says you're supposed to work hard, you're supposed to be prosperous. Yeah, you're working hard at your job, but that's not your land. That's not your restaurant. That's not your business. You're making someone else rich. And that's okay to start off. That's okay. But then you have to save up your money. You have to learn how to save, which is a lost art in America because everybody wants to buy, 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 charge, 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 charge on the charge card. But you have to, beloved, you have to get wise. You have to be diligent with your funds. And then when an opportunity comes along, you got the money to jump on it. I can't tell you how many opportunities have come along for people and they couldn't take they couldn't take advantage of it because they had no money. But look what this verse says. He that tilleth his land shall be satisfied. What that say? God is giving you a success formula. He's giving you a success formula. I ain't satisfied in my job. I better look for another job. Maybe I can get twelve fifty an hour instead of ten dollars an hour, and I'll be satisfied there. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. It's something about human beings. If they get an increase in salary, they spend up to that level. Then they get another increase for some reason, they spend up to that level. Everything they get, they spend, spend, spend. That. See, they haven't learned how to save. You haven't learned how to all that takes diligence. But if you want to be pro, if you want to be satisfied, God shows you how to be satisfied. He said, get you some land, your land, and then work that thing. Till it. Work it. Work it. Work it. Work it. If you work your own land, the Bible says you shall be satisfied. And I've never known God's word to fail. Now, because I said I was going to give you I was going to give you some goodies. That's the first goodie. If you meditate on what I just said and and then what I meant by what the Bible says, you will discover how to be satisfied. Get your own. But I and we maybe we'll talk about this again next week because we're almost out of time. But it says in Proverbs twenty four twenty seven, 
hurry, 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 because I promised that I would give it to you guys. So I'm going to give it to you. It says, prepare thy work without and make it fit for thyself in the field and afterwards build thine house. Now, quickly, quickly, I only got three minutes, so I got to tell you this. But I wanted to tell you because I told you I'm giving it to anybody who's listening tonight. Most times people say this, this teaches right order. Put your priorities in the right order. And it does tell you to put your priorities in the right order. You prepare your work without your job, your, uh, your uh, restaurant, your business, whatever. And then after you make it fit for your, for you, in the field, then build your house. So people teach that this teaches uh, the right priorities in the right order. And that's correct. But it also teaches something else. It also teaches something else. And I don't find it in any financial books that I've ever read. In fact, financial books that I've ever read, including Dave Ramsey, who I like, I really, in fact, I work his system. I use his system. That's how much I like him. I give away his books. That's how much I like him. But even he didn't see in this verse what I saw. And that is, listen to the verse, prepare thy work without and make it fit for thyself in the field. And then what? And afterwards, build thine house. That hooks up. That hooks up with Proverbs twelve eleven, that says you have to have your own field, and you have to work it. This says that you have to have your own. You have to uh, make it, prepare your work, make it fit for yourself in the field. Have your own thing, and build until that cash flow builds up. Have your own business and wait till that cash flow builds up. And then what do you do when that cash flow builds up? Then you can go and build your house from that cash flow. What does that mean? That means you don't have to make major loans to buy a house. Nobody has figured out how to buy a house without getting mortgages. And they all tell you, get a mortgage. But this tells you how to get around a mortgage. Get your own business. Make it make it fit for yourself in the field, and when that cash flow is gigantic, then pay for your home out of that cash flow. Beloved, I'm over time. I'm way over. Prince is going to jump on me tonight because I'm over. God bless you. Bible has the answers. Maybe we'll talk about this again next week. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye-bye. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams. Coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams. Live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.